Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Get Real with Mama Moines. I am your host, Emily Moines, aka Mama Moines, and we are really getting down to the very end of Rising Up. Uh, we have two more chapters. Actually, we have one more chapter. We're going to cover the last chapter today and then an overall uh, recap of the book. And then I'm going to have a very special guest on next week. And we are going to discuss the book as a whole. But today, my special guest is Christina, who is one of my followers. And I'm really just going to let Christina take the floor. She has a fascinating story. She reached out to me um, via email um, when I was doing the book club. And I really, I really loved what she had to say. She is empowering. She is definitely, definitely uh, someone who is inspirational and uh, is also very motivating, very motivating. So Christina, welcome to the pod. Woohoo! And I'm going to let you take the floor. You just go, you run with it. What resonated with you with the book? Why did you feel compelled to reach out? And uh, I think that your story can help a lot of the other uh, women and men who are listening to our pod. So have at it. It's all yours. Woo. Yes. Well, thank you, first of all, for having me on. I admire what you're trying to do here. It's just, you know, where I don't think of myself as inspirational, but certainly I think of you that way. Um, also, I just want to shout out to all of the brave women who have volunteered their time to come on to the show because, you know, it's, I don't know about the other women, but I've thought about this a lot and I'm just so excited to dive in. So chapter eight, um, it's all about putting rubber to the road, so to speak, right? I mean, chapter eight is about action. And um, for the longest time, I was living in fear, just like your book was speaking about. And You know, and I can empathize with, so, you know, listeners out there, whoever's trying to better themselves. That's how I found you, Emily, was just trying to better myself. Really? Um, You didn't find me through my son? So, um, not not really, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. So, because I do watch The Bachelor, but I'm not like a huge um, Bachelor franchise fan for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. Another topic for another day. Um, but, um, I was on Instagram and somebody said, Hey, have you ever heard about, um, Blake's mom, Emily? She's a super badass. And it was somebody's, um, somebody like posted that and I saw it and I was like, huh, that's weird. They're like, yeah, she has a podcast. And like, so that's how I really, yeah. So that's how I found out about you. And sure enough, there you were. (laughs) And I, so I just started listening and then uh, you talked about your book and by the way, your book is great. It's very small, which is great for a quick read. Yeah. Um, the pages, I, I mean, I tore that thing up with notes. It yeah. was awesome. That's I just, awesome. I just wrote it all my notes all over. And it's just a very concise way of, um, getting to the point because you just have all these great pieces of advice that I'm sure that you probably picked along up along the way on your healing journey. Absolutely. So, so it, your book is great because it's just a quick, concise how to, you know, look at yourself in the mirror in a kind way and figure out how the hell you're going to live your best life, right? Yeah, That's well, it's interesting. It is. And it's interesting because when I, when I set out to write, well, first of all, I didn't set out to write a book. It was a journal. I was journaling. And then yeah. it sort of inevitably became a book. I think it was meant to be. Um, and then when I set out to sort of 
make that journal into a book, I wanted it to be a quick read. I knew that a lot of, probably the majority of readers would be women, busy women, probably women going through divorces, women with single moms. So I did want it to be, and I remember one of my girlfriends said, oh my God, is it going to be like a man bashing book? And I'm like, why does everybody think I hate men? I, no, it's not a man bashing book. It's a book about becoming, when you go through adversity, when you go through divorce, when you go through shit, when you go through hard times, how do you come out of that? And how do you turn that into becoming really the best version of yourself? And for me, it was about how am I going to rebuild my fucking kick-ass life? Because look from the outside looking in, what I had was to many a kick-ass life, but it, to me, it was not at yeah. all. I had lots of stuff. I had lots of things. I had lots of money, but I didn't have anything else. And so I wanted the book to be a quick read. I wanted to get to the point. I wanted to offer the life lessons, the kick-ass life tips, and then get on with your day and start rebuilding your kick-ass life. And I'm yeah. glad that you found that, yes, it was a quick read and it was easy to get through yeah. um, with lots of like, whoa, you really have to, there, there's some pages where it's like, fuck, that's me. Yeah. Oh my God. I had so, oh, so many moments like that because, mm -hmm. you know, I am in chapter eight of my own life. I'm Perfect. in the take, take act. So I, that's why I was like, okay, yeah. chapter eight yeah. is me because that's where I'm at. So yeah, that's I, excellent. oh my gosh, Emily, November, that's when I started this journey. And I, my, it's my, I turned my life on its head and it has just been the best thing in the whole world. I've just, I'm so excited. I've had. So tell so us, tell us, what have you done? What's changed? What's different? I lost 25 pounds. Oh, good for you. Fantastic. Which, by the way, everyone, I just want everyone to know, I'm not going to let you get up and model for you, but I am plus size. Okay. And I love being plus size. I love it. So, but however, so losing the weight was not about being thinner. It was about feeling better, being healthy. Okay. Cause I have a lot of, I mean, I know your daughter and I, we, you know, like I've listened to all the podcasts and Did all you listen stuff. to my daughter's podcast. Yes. And I love all the, I love that um, post yesterday about it's good to drop, drop an F-bomb once in a while to make your point. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like doing those once in a while. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, I was, you know, I can understand the struggle with society and, and all that. So we can, that's a topic for another day, but, um, but it's, it's an accomplishment if it makes you feel better. So that's the, what I'm going to say about it. So, yeah. Um, so I lost 25 pounds. I got a super kick-ass job that I love. I got promoted like twice within three months. Um, and then, so now I'm a manager and a boss and I've never been those things before. Okay. So okay. Like, so I'm going to interject here. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so what, okay. Cause the listeners are going to go, okay, that's fantastic. That's great. But how, how did you do that? Yeah. Where was the okay. shift for you? Okay. Thank you. you. Were able okay. to do that. Yeah. Keep me on track. Okay. So how was. Like, did you hit rock bottom at some point? Oh, 100%. Yes. Okay. I was lower than dirt. Um, okay. So my adversity was that after talking to therapists and doctors and people, experts, reading books, I dove into my healing journey head first. Max bet 
just let's do this. Let's see what, where, what's going on, you know, really. Cause I was lost. I just, I had no idea who I was. Um, I got out of a narcissistic relationship with my mother. Um, and I'm very proud, very proud of that because it's really hard to walk away from, as you know, a relationship or any, any relationship, um, that's important to you. And you've well, you might, found out it's you know toxic. What? It is toxic. And you might want to listen to next, the next podcast I do because okay. my guest coming up after you next week or the week after, um, is I believe it was also her mother that was the, um, that she suffered narcissistic abuse from. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. And I haven't had that dynamic. So, but a narcissist is a narcissist is a narcissist. So yeah. So there's a lot of similarities in your book to my story because of the um, similar things that we went through as victims of narcissism. So um, I basically, for anyone that's not familiar with what it's like to have a narcissistic parent, which by the way, I, I don't know if I already mentioned, I don't talk to her anymore. I haven't talked to my mother for four years and I've never been happier because I had to I had to cut out what was toxic in my life and I, and I did it and I'm so proud. And so once I did that, that's when I hit rock bottom after that, because I didn't have a mom anymore. And I was just like thinking I was worthless and I had carried all the shame and I really, um, connected to Nick Petrella's story. Um, oh, you reached about- out to Nick, right? Yes. I remember that he's, yeah. he is fantastic. Yeah. So, um, so, so you've spoken to him personally, we're, we're connected on social media, but, um, Fantastic. I would, I'll have to talk, I'll have to message him and be like, Hey, maybe we could have a zoom coffee date. So, um, yeah. but anyway, um, you know, n- not knowing who I would, I would toxic relationships, toxic jobs, um, you know, being depressed, being, um, anxious. It was, it was a bad place. To, it's a dark place to be. Yeah. And unfortunately I think a lot more people are there than yep. we realize. Yep. And, and even more I so just, now after the pandemic. Right. And I just want people who are feeling that way to know, and I know it sounds cliche, but you are not alone. Like, no, for real, you're not alone. Um, no, you're not. These, so I'm just gonna, sorry. I'm just gonna, um, no, you're not go alone. Ahead. So Nick Petrella, because people are like, who the hell is Nick Petrella? So um, Nick Petrella, quote unquote, coincidentally came into my life through another completely unrelated um, situation. But he is uh, he's a massive advocate for uh, mental health, like huge. And he I mean, you would never know it looking at him, speaking to him. He's gorgeous. He's um, got now has a gorgeous wife and um, two beautiful kids. But I believe he attempted you know, uh, suicide and I'm not, I'm not outing him or because he's very openly discussed all this and he has YouTube videos, um, on this as well. Um, so he is a huge, he's a professor at Mohawk college here in, um, in Ontario, and he's a huge advocate for mental health. Uh, if you are suffering from mental health, I would suggest you look him up on Instagram, Nick Petrella. He has been there and he has come out on the other side. And he yeah. still struggled. Listen, I shouldn't even say that because I know for a fact that, you know, mental health, depression, it's always there, but he's been really successful at managing it. Yeah. So that's who Nick it, Petrella is. <laughs> yes. Thank you for explaining that. Um, yeah. And also like you were, I'm going to piggyback off of what you just said. Um, 
you know, if he's, if we'll have to ask him, but you know, if it's still a struggle, cause I know for me, it is like, it is. I'm, I, I'm kind of regretting is. being like, Oh, I have this great job, but really, you know, I'm, I, I always, I have my struggles every day, just like anyone else. Yes. And I, I, and I'm still on my journey. Like it, it's never going to end like that journey, that healing journey that I started in November. Yeah. That's just the tip that, I mean, I haven't, I have so much more to learn and so much farther to go. Um, you know, just even when you're a victim of narcissism, you have a tendency to be very empathetic and you're very, you know, you're a people pleaser yeah. and you have issues with your value and your confidence. And yes. so all these things that are, are challenges for us. Um, <clears throat> so right now, for example, I'm working on boundaries. I'm working on boundaries at work. And so, well, you know, the- you need boundaries in every aspect of your life. Yeah. Friends, right. parents, partners, work. Yes. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, look at me. Cause really yeah. it's like, you know, we're all on our own path and there's no judgment of where you are in your journey because, you know, we all have room to grow. And, um, I would just say for me, what really was the game changer was saying goodbye to my narcissistic relationship and saying hello to the rest of my life, which is Mm -hmm. freedom, independence, and growth. So I did that that in my book with the letters. Yeah, I know. Goodbye letter and the hello letter. Yeah. Yeah. Hi to my old life, hello to my new life. Yeah. It's very cathartic. It's so hard though. It's so hard to let go. It's so hard to like- I bawled my eyes out. I mean, bawled on the- Yeah. Literally sobbing on the bathroom floor. Yeah. Yeah. it's so hard to let go, but once you do the hurt, really, it hurts deep and it will hurt for a long time and it will, mm. but it's so worth it. It's so worth it to heal. It's just, I, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for your book. I'm so grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful for, um, just taking that leap of faith and just, and challenging myself. You know, but I started what- what was it though? Cause for me specifically, it was my daughter. I remember the day that I thought I will never, ever, ever have my daughter who came home for a soft place to land, witness this, this toxicity, this tumultuous, this ugliness, this chaos, this abusive, I will never put her in a position where she has to be witness to this anymore. And that day I literally got in my car and drove to the lawyer's office and said, I have to file for divorce. Yeah. So that was it for me. It wasn't even me. It was my daughter. Mm-hmm. What was it for you? Like, did, was there any moment that you were like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. It can't be oh. here anymore. Yeah. It's if yeah. you can share, <laughs> if you can't, no, listen. no. No, 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 if you can't share, I don't want to pry and I don't want to make you no, uncomfortable no, by oversharing. No. It's okay. It's just probably one of the worst memories of my life, but I, but it's a powerful one. So I will definitely talk about it because I want to be vulnerable because that's how you help people. So here we go. Um, so the, so it was like, I got struck by lightning. Um, that's what it felt like. Yeah. Um, I was, so I had been um, watching my family's place while she was out of town. Um, and I should have known that not 
her not bringing me with her was a good sign. Um, but we, she wanted to go out to dinner and, um, we were sitting at the, at this white, um, like fancy steakhouse, white tablecloth. And, um, she, it kind of felt like she was trying to tear me apart with her words. She was saying extremely hurtful things like I'm incapable of following directions and, um, I'm a terrible person and I, um, I'm not a good teacher. Cause I, I was teaching at the time, um, that I'm, I mean, she was just trying to tear me apart and tear me down. And she's been doing that my whole life. So it wasn't that like my weight has always been an issue. I'm not intelligent. Um, I'm annoying. I mean, she just, she had no problem telling me how horrible I was all the time. And so this wasn't new, but that particular conversation, I just had reached a point where I was just so tired of getting kicked around. I was so tired of being attacked for being myself. Like I was so tired. Feeling worthless. Feeling worthless. Like you're my mom. Like you're supposed to love me. Build you up. Like, why are you doing this? And it, it just, it hit me like lightning. It was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I don't deserve this. Like I deserve better. I deserve to be loved and I am loved now in my life. And I just, I told her off. Did you feel like you're, cause I remember I felt like, so we, I, you know, like in the midst of this horrible, chaotic, ugly um, argument, I remember feeling like I was an outsider looking in at it. Like I didn't even feel like I was in it. Right. I felt like yeah. I was observing it and I was out, out of out of body experience. Yeah. I, I had that too. And yeah. I had no, I didn't even really have a like a reaction. I was just like, what the fuck? This will never <laughs> change. Ever. Ever. And yeah, I just done. knew it. It was wasn't no. gonna change. Yeah. I know. Walked away because I had to. It wasn't like I had a choice in the matter really, because I knew that she never really loved me because she never, she couldn't, she's a narcissist, which makes so much sense now, (laughs) but I had to walk away to learn all of that. Yeah. And so I just told her to F off and then I hit rock bottom and then I've just been figuring, you know, stumbling my way through life, um, after that. And then, um, November, I got fired from my job. Great. Um, and Sometimes it was the a good best, thing. Yeah. It was the best thing. No, actually, it was the best thing in the whole world because yeah, that's that was another lightning strike that got me to change more behavior. And that's when I found your book. And by the way, changing is very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. If you take it one little baby step at a time that is how you're successful at change. Because if you try to like, for me anyways, that's just my opinion. But when I try to quit something cold Turkey, it never works. Like I, if I, if I feel like I'm in control and I do it little by little, that's how I like lost weight. And that's how I like, just even mental health stuff. I mean, going to therapy, like podcasts, like books, like anything you can get your hands on. Yeah. You just, well, change you just is hard. 
you dive head first and you don't worry about it and do it in your way at, at your to, on your own time and your speed. Yeah. Don't like, worry about, am I doing it right? Like, you know, just, just start like, even if like, for example, if you're trying to lose weight and you're scared to go to the gym, just go to use the hot tub and then leave, like start yeah. with the smallest thing that gets you to go. Yeah. So yet you're more comfortable. Like there's no reason why, Oh, you got to go do like a cool deadlift over there. Like, no, you don't have to do that. You can no. just walk on the treadmill. Like yeah. there's so many, don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Because you're trying like, cause I used to do that. I beat myself up because I'm not doing something perfectly. It's like, no. And change. Um, I'll tell you something this is statistically, um, change is really hard and statistically more people stay in toxic relationships than leave. Yeah. And the, because change can be, it's scary. It's paralyzing the fear of leaving the fear of being on your own, the fear of the financial, um, destitution, the fear of, you know, now having to do everything by yourself, being a single parent. So change, although the only thing what's so funny about it is that the only thing in life that is constant is change. There's change of seasons, right? The the world is constantly evolving and changing yet. We innately are, are afraid to change as human beings, but without, without change, there is no change. Mm -hmm. And people are like, let me think about that. So without change, there will never be change. So you're certain to always be in stuck in whatever destructive cycle you're in, unless you change it. And you are the only one, no one's coming to save you. You are the oh. only one that has the power to change. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Be your own hero for God's yeah. sake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one's coming. No one's riding up on their little white horse to, to save you. I just actually started a website and, uh, and I have a little video and it says that on there that when I finally realized that I had the power to change me, nobody was taking that power away from me. I always had it. I felt like, uh, uh, Glenda, Glenda and the good witch when she's like, you oh. always had it, my dear, you know, when, when Dorothy had the power to get back to Kansas, it's like, I've always had the power to change. I just didn't realize it. And so when you finally make that, you know, have that awakening, that awareness, it's like, okay. And it's not like you said, it's baby steps. It's not major steps um, to get towards, you know, a better life. And another thing I wanted to say is I know that your relationship was with your mom. And I feel like so many people, because it's a, it's a parent or a sibling and it's family that you feel compelled to maintain that relationship. Well, you don't, I mean, you, you don't, you're not obligated to be in a relationship, whether it's family or whatever, um, and take abuse, especially family. God damn it. (laughs) That's so crazy. There's no, yes, it's insane. Oh no. Be your own hero for sure. Walk away. Don't, you're not obligated to put up with any bullshit. Like I you you shared a, a video, um, of, was it Tyler Perry? That was like, I have come too far, hell or high water. Yeah. My environment is so sacred to me. Mm-hmm. I put up with so much shit in my life. I am done. So yeah anyone that's I'm giving, sharing my time, like I I didn't come this far to only come this fucking far. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So once you create that like peace for yourself, Mm -hmm. then you, you learn to protect that peace. Yes. I totally agree. Cause you're like, 
Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I, I what I'm going to say is that I'm going to put this podcast out, but I want okay. you to come back. I want, I want us to, I think we have so much more to uncover. I I think we have so much more to delve into. Um, So for all of you listeners, this is Christine. I think she has so much more to talk about. If you're going through any sort of relationship with a a mother, a a father, a sibling, and you are in a narcissistic abusive relationship, which is one of the worst kind to heal from, by the way, statistically speaking, um, then I think you need to come back and uh, join us again. We have unfortunately run out of time today. We got started a little bit late Then I have other commitments and I'm so sorry, uh, Christina, um, okay. we can't continue, but will you please come back um, to the pod and let's continue on with your story because I like the fact that, I love the fact that you are in chapter eight, which is own it and rise up because you've got to own your own participation in how you are where you are good or bad you need to own it yeah and then rise up from it and so i think we have a lot more to talk about there as well um yeah what i mean by own it so um will you come back let's um let's maybe pick this up next next week and as soon as i click the record off button Stay with me for a, a few uh, seconds because I'd like to rebook again. Um, I can't wait to hear more about how you got to where you are today with a new job, a new mindset, and letting go of your narcissistic relationship with your mom. Really, really hard to do. So anyway, for all the listeners out there, thank you so much uh, for listening to this very short 20-minute podcast, but this will definitely be continued. Thanks for listening to uh, Get Real with Mama Moist, and uh, we will see you again uh, next week. Bye.